This is the Edumatch Podcast Network, bringing you amazing educators sharing their love of learning one show at a time. The Edumatch Podcast Network is proud to support this show and many others. Find out more at edumatchpn.com. The ideas and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of the individual podcaster. This is TLC Ninja, a podcast for teachers by teachers about classroom innovation. Hi, and welcome to episode 94 of TLC Tech Learn Coffee, a proud member of the EduMatch Podcast Network. I am your host, Lisa Nowakowski, a fifth grade teacher in South Monterey County here in California. And I'm so excited. Episode 94. How did we get there? Um, I'm Nancy Minikotzi, an instructional tech coach in Beverly Hills, California. And just a reminder, we have a 15-minute format because ain't nobody got more time than that. No, they don't. And today's coffee fact, um, which I thought was really interesting. After coffee beans are decaffeinated, the caffeine that's been removed is resold and people buy it, um, soda manufacturers, pharmaceutical companies. So nothing goes to waste, which I guess is a good thing. Um, And there's a lot of extra caffeine out there. So who knows where it's going. Our guest today is Ashley Ingle, and she will be talking to us about fostering positive relationships with and among students. So Ashley, please tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, all that good stuff. I am currently teaching, I guess, a hybrid of middle and high school. I teach at the Davidson Academy in Reno, Nevada. It's centered at the University of Nevada campus. So it's for students who test in the 99th percentile or higher, and they get to go to classes and college courses when they can be as young as 12 or 13. Um, and then prior to that, I worked at a local public school. It was a Title I school with an I- international baccalaureate program. And yeah, I've been teaching for nine years now. Wow, that sounds exciting, that program yeah. that you're in now. It's, it's a little pretty challenging. Amazing. Pretty challenging, too. Yes, <laughs> there's definitely, it's, but I teach English, that's what I specialize in, and when it comes to math and science, my students absolutely know light years more than I do. Um, they're pretty amazing little, little students. Well, that's excellent. So we're talking today about positive relationships, and often we talk about the teacher-student relationship, and of course, that's extremely important, but why is it important to foster positive relationships among the students? Um, so with students, I think we all, if we think back to middle school, if someone ever asks us what was middle school like, usually we have a response similar to, it was awkward, I don't have very good memories, etc. And I believe a lot of those memories come from the fact that maybe you felt awkward, you couldn't fit in, you didn't quite understand friendship, how to be comfortable with other people. And so I think that the classroom can be a great place to make kids feel more at home in an environment that they're going to for hours at a time during the week and just starting to understand who they are. And then when they're more comfortable with each other and themselves, they're obviously going to be more comfortable in a learning environment. They're going to be feeling a little more comfortable to ask questions of their teachers, to ask questions of their peers, to encourage their peers, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Oh, go ahead. 
No, I was going to say, so by encouraging these relationships among students, it's actually going to help them also be better learners. Absolutely. Yeah. Because if, it, if you're only sitting in a classroom as a student who's feeling maybe lonely or perhaps being bullied or just feels insecure, um, and that could be for a variety of things like insecure and what they look like, um, their class status, maybe they're not doing well in the subject area. If they're already dealing with all that uncomfortableness, and then on top of it, they don't have people that they feel comfortable with to just feel at ease or ask questions. I think that absolutely impacts their learning. I, I would definitely agree. So what are ways that teachers can help create those positive relationships among kids? And I assume that it would be different if you're working with elementary students than if you're working, say, with high school students or middle school students. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, so before I answer that, I just wanted to say that I know teaching bell to bell has become the norm for lots of classrooms, and there's a lot of pressure to keep classroom time 100% academically focused, but I think people definitely need these moments of interaction, especially if you're spending 30, 35 hours a week with the same people. I just think it's really healthy to be able to do that, and I say that because I tend to be a people pleaser. And so I'm always anxious that admin's going to walk in and see that maybe we're not doing something academically focused. But I, I feel that there's, there's good reasons to actually take moments out of the day for this kind of friendship bonding type stuff. Um, so with elementary, my experience is, is limited. I have elementary age students. Right now I have students as young as 10, but they're situated in a middle school setting where we only spend an hour of the day together. So in terms of elementary school settings, I think those teachers probably have a lot of room for those students to really create those relationships since they're in the same room with the same teacher for five, six, sometimes seven hours a day. Um, but with my experience with middle and high school, I would just say that let kids engage in conversation, let it be okay sometimes if they get off task for a small portion of time or if that's uncomfortable, which it can be, um, just design those moments for kids to get together. So sometimes on the, well, not sometimes, every day on the board, I have a PowerPoint screen that says, here's what you should have on your desk. Here's what your homework is. Sometimes I'll just throw a little question on there, like talk to your partner about a song you had on repeat this weekend, or tell someone sitting next to you something fun you did over the weekend. So just these moments where as the kids are getting ready for class, they're writing down their homework, they're getting themselves situated. They're also just having these moments that the teacher has created for them to have some conversations. Um, yeah. Sorry. That's okay. Sorry, I'm just collecting my thoughts. Um, no, it's great. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, sorry. And then some, uh, some other things that I do, I just try to make it feel natural and I like to get to know them too. So if I've read something over the weekend, like for example, a couple weeks ago, someone in our town went to the local Walmart and they paid for all the layaway accounts for all these families who are saving up to buy gifts for their families. So I share this news story with them and then I say, why don't you just react with your partner about this. So then they're just having a little chat about current events. And sometimes that'll also just get them talking about other things that may have happened to them, or I think this is cool, or I want to do this one day, or that happened to my friend, just something to get these conversations going. Um, something that I like to do with them as well is have them write like songs on the boards. So, like, I guess class appropriate would be the best way to go about <laughs> it, but just have them write down a collection of songs and then have a student 
work on it during lunch or maybe a student aid and they can compile the playlist together. And then I let the class name the playlist together. And then whenever there's work time, I just encourage the kids to play the playlist. And then again, they're just talking about music while they're getting work done. So just fostering these moments where kids can have these authentic conversations if maybe they're feeling uh, intimidated or that they aren't comfortable enough to start those conversations on their own time. Well, that's that's great. So um, in our show notes here, um, you put down that you should notice if a student is feeling apprehensive. And why why is that? How can we include those kids? Um, so obviously, we know that there's a lot of students who are going to be introverted or just generally shy, or maybe they're extroverted once they get to know people. But just making sure that if the teachers are creating these moments for kids where they're they're encouraged to talk and they're feeling uncomfortable. It's just good to be aware of that. Um, so maybe don't put them with just one other student to be talking with. Um, you can put them in groups of three, four, or five, so that they're not feeling like they have to be carrying on a conversation by themselves. That can be really intimidating for kids. Or, you know, if they're not even morning people, sometimes if your class is at eight in the morning and the kids are sleepy, maybe they're just not feeling it. They don't really want to get involved in that. Also, too, we know that not all kids get along. Um, that's just a fact of life. We can obviously encourage good behavior, but that's still going to happen. So we also need to be aware too, if they're getting paired up with students who might be picking on them a little bit, or maybe they're sharing what their favorite music is. And then their partner says, I hate that band or you're stupid for liking that music. It's just good to be aware of the conversations that are taking place. I would never want to put my students in a compromising position. So just, you know, as teachers often are doing walk around the room, just be aware of the conversations taking place. That's a great suggestion. And, you know, could you also remind them ahead of time, we, we need to be civil, so. Right, and the big motto in my class is, if you disagree, you disagree with the idea, not the person, which I think is really beneficial, um, especially, we know that our country is divided on almost everything. Kids are really divided on different things, uh, which can be as simple as what TV shows they like, what clothing brands they wear, et cetera. You don't have to agree with every single thing, but don't disagree with a person or write them off completely. Just say, I don't agree with that idea and move on. That, that's a great suggestion. So um, another thing, you know, we are talking about positive relationships among students, but of course it's also important to work on our teacher-student relationships. Mm -hmm. do, you have, do you have any suggestions for that? I do. Um, so when I worked at my previous school, I had sometimes between 180 to 200 students. So just getting to know more than just their name was always quite difficult. Um, one thing I would do is always stand at the door, which can be difficult, especially if you're teaching middle or high school and you've got quick uh, passing times. But I just think it's really important to stand at the door. I always greet every student by name every single day. Um, and then I, I love interest surveys. So usually during the first two weeks of school, I'll send out an interest survey and just ask questions, really simple questions. What are your favorite subjects? What books do you like to read? If you don't like to read, why not? It's cool if you don't. What music are you listening to? What extracurriculars are you involved in? And so I just get a little bit more of a grasp of who they are. And then as the year goes on, I can ask them about it. How's volleyball going? How was that trip that you took with your family over Christmas break? Another way to do that as well is just exit tickets, which I love. So at the end of class, it, we would just review the topics. So I'll throw two academic questions on the board for them to ask, like, 
hey, can you show me an example of a dependent clause followed by an independent clause? So they're doing something academic, but then the second or third question might be something like, what are you, go what are you gonna have for lunch today? So just, and then the next day when they come back in, I can ask, well, how was that sandwich? You know, whatever, just these simple conversations to know that I'm paying attention to you, I care about you, I wanna get to know you a little bit more. That's great. Um, so I think it's just really important to think about these relationships because I know that, you know, we talk about in, even in teaching programs, how it's so important to mm -hmm. foster these positive relationships and then teachers get into the classroom, especially new teachers, and they're totally overwhelmed by having, and especially like you said, if you're in middle or high school and you have 180 kids, mm -hmm. just trying to get the work done <laughs> yeah. so hard. Yeah, it's crazy. To to foster those relationships at the same time sometimes feels like it's overwhelming. So, like, do you have one little easy tip that um, new teachers could use or even veteran teachers that they might have forgotten? Hmm. I'm putting you on the spot here because this is <laughs> no, on that's our okay. notes. But. No, that's good. Well, I mean, we're put on the spot every day in our classrooms too, right? So that, <laughs> that's fitting. Um, I would just say, honestly, I, I did already say it, but I really believe standing at that doorway every day and greeting every single kid by name makes such a difference. Not only do you learn the kids' names very quickly at the beginning of the year, but the kids know that you want to see each one of them and you remember them and you want to check in with them, it's really easy to just stand and wave and say to all 30 kids leaving the door, have a great day. But if you can take the time to greet them or say goodbye to them by name, I think that makes all the difference in the world. I, I love that. All right. Well, thank you so much. This has been just a good reminder, I think, for us about the, the importance of everything, of fostering those positive relationships both among and among students and the teacher student relationship. So I want to thank Ashley for being our guest and I want to thank our listeners for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a comment to let us know. And our comment question today is what is the most important tip you were given as a new teacher about fostering positive relationships? Please join us for our next episode on Wednesday, February 19th. And please don't forget to subscribe to hear more about easy ways for you to innovate in your classroom. And if you liked the show, and of course you do, um, please help others find us by the, uh, rating and leaving a review wherever you listen to this podcast. And remember, we are always looking for guests to share the great things they are doing in their classrooms. So if you know someone who fits this bill, or if you'd like to be a guest, please visit tlc.ninja and complete the contact form to let us know. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.